Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cheap Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and today we are going to be talking about changing your mindset, the fear of failure, the what ifs, and the power of positivity. All right, and just before we get going, just a quick disclaimer my kitten Cookie is currently playing in the background and she's meowing at me, trying to get me to throw her toy. So there's a good chance you will hear her in this episode. But I am currently just sitting here on my couch drinking my Zevia cream soda and snacking on some salt and vinegar crispy minis. I just got home from work, so I'm a little bit tired, but I definitely left this podcast um, later than I was hoping to. I didn't get to it on Friday like I had originally planned. So I'm filming this on the Monday, and it will be going live tomorrow as a new episode will be going live every Tuesday. But anyways, I hope you guys all had a great week and were able to get outside and enjoy the nice weather. It actually wasn't super great here this past week, but it's supposed to be absolutely beautiful this week and the following week, which I'm really looking forward to. But I'm going to get into my best and worst moments of the week so and how I about dealt with them. We're going to make sure we don't forget that part. I really want to talk about how I deal with best moments and worst moments because I think it's so important that... Um, we just create a really good mindset around our best and worst moments of the week, which we kind of talk about today's episode with changing your mindset. So this is kind of part of that, um, changing our mindset, like being able to take the best moment of the week and, you know, not just like go really high for a little bit and then crash back down. We kind of just want to make sure it's a gradual thing, something that lasts for a while. And then worst moments of the week, we obviously want to try and turn that around as quickly as possible. Obviously, sometimes it's going to take longer than others, but that is the goal of um, this podcast is learning how to handle the worst moments of the week. So first, I'll start with the best moment of the week, which is cold showers. So this is something my mom actually brought up. I want to say it was a week ago talking about cold showers, how it's super good for your body and um, how it just makes her feel really good. So I decided that I would start trying it. Um, I'm personally someone that has a really hard time like warming up after I've been cold, but I figured I would try it. I mean, what's the hurt? So I started off like just slowly, like when I was already in the shower and I just slowly started making it colder until it was like a cold shower. So I didn't just like jump into a cold shower. I gradually um, brought myself to that. And so I actually Googled like some benefits of cold showers um, just to see kind of what I could expect from taking these cold showers. So obviously the biggest thing is it's going to wake you up um, and give you some energy and it um, helps with increasing your circulation. And with that, apparently um, it boosts like potential weight loss. So by getting your circulation, your metabolism, apparently it just gets everything flowing in your body in a good way. So um, I did notice that I did feel great after my cold shower. And then a couple things that it also helps with is reducing like muscle soreness from like post-workouts, which I knew like just from taking ice baths and stuff with hockey, like I knew that um, cold showers helps with that. So I actually, (laughs) this is so embarrassing, but I actually like kind of tweaked slash like strained a little bit um, my hamstring when I was wake surfing on Saturday, I believe it was. So the cold shower that I took on Sunday definitely helped, um, I think, Um, just, you know, rinsing off in some cold water to try and help reduce that sore hamstring that I have. 
And then um, I also find for myself, like, I get really itchy skin. I have really sensitive skin. Um, I use, like, a skin relief um, Aveeno um, body wash um, on top of um, my other body washes and stuff. I always use that one on my legs just because um, they get really, really itchy. And I find that with the, um, the cold showers, I haven't been having as itchy of skin. So I know I've only, I I started last Wednesday, I think. So I haven't even been doing it a week, but um, I did find that it has been helping quite a bit. And then, um, yeah, so apparently it's just like a great thing to do um, for every day, like helps with weight loss. Like I said, um, apparently it helps with glowing hair and skin. Not really sure how that works, but um, yeah, I definitely quite enjoyed it. Um, if anyone else is a big cold shower taker, definitely like message me on Instagram and like, let me know how it has like helped you. Cause I'm interested to see what other people think about cold showers. Um, I currently would not probably, I did try and take one before bed, but I just found that I was cold and it took me a really long time to warm up and it kind of woke me up before going to bed. So I think it's more of like something that I'll do in the morning. And I think if I'm doing it in the morning, I don't think I'm strong enough will to just like hop into like a cold shower so I definitely think I'll have to start with like warm like not hot but like a warm shower and then slowly like take it down to like cold but um yeah I'll definitely do it in the mornings and then kind of like in the afternoons like after a workout and stuff I've been finding after I was going for runs um the cold shower just felt so nice and I'm so excited um for the summer when I feel confident enough that I'm not gonna die from hypothermia that I can like jump into the the lake after my run I know that's so dramatic I just I am such a big baby when it comes to being cold so it's a big step for me to be taking cold showers and I will honestly say that I did feel good taking them so it's something that I'm gonna try and implement into my daily routine Okay, and then so for my worst moment of the week, um, I kind of just briefly mentioned it, but I did like hurt my hamstring when wake surfing on Saturday. And so I would say this is my worst moment of the week just because it made me really sad and disappointed because one, I wasn't able to finish wake surfing on Saturday. I couldn't wake surf on Sunday. It's supposed to be absolutely beautiful this week. And I'm a little nervous that I won't be able to wake surf on my birthday, which is Sunday, but then I would want to wake surf on Saturday with a um, couple people that are coming over and everything. So I am, I was very disappointed um, that there's potential that I won't be able to wake surf on my birthday. But in reality, um, I had to remind myself that it's not the end of the world and to just focus on the things that I could control. Oh, I guess I didn't talk about how I handled it for my best moment. So quickly, we're going to backtrack here. How I handling how I'm handling my best moment of the week is just reminding myself that there could become a point where I don't enjoy the cold showers anymore. And if there ever comes a point where it's no longer enjoyable for me or I'm not seeking benefits, I don't have to feel bad about not doing them or feel guilty for not doing them. Um, and that it's ultimately doing what's best for my body. And if they don't make me feel great anymore, I can always stop. So that was just my reminder to myself on how to handle the best moment of the week. But how I handled the worst moment of the week, which is pulling my hamstring and being upset and disappointed that there's a potential I won't be able to wake surf on my birthday, is just reminding myself that there's tons of summer left. 
Um, I'm going to be able to wake surf again and to not rush it because I don't want to hurt myself more and just to do the things that I can control. And so the things I can control right now are that I can ice my hamstring. I can do some light stretching once it starts to feel better. I can take some Tylenol or Advil or whatever is best for hamstrings. I will say that I was really good at, um, icing my hamstring the day that it happened. I didn't do a very good job of icing it yesterday, but I am planning to ice my hamstring again today. I did have the cold shower yesterday though, which I left my hamstring kind of under the cold water for a while, Um, but I'm planning on icing it today and it is already starting to feel better. So how I'm handling the worst moment of the week is simply by just doing the things that I can control and making sure that I'm reminding myself that even if I don't come to Saturday and be able to wake surf. It's not going to be the end of the world and it's going to be okay. And I'm going to be able to wake surf tons in the summer. So I was definitely disappointed last week. I think my best moment of the week was wake surfing because it's a new hobby and I'm really enjoying it. Um, So I was very disappointed that I've already kind of hurt myself wake surfing and Um, it's just a good learning lesson for me as well just like to learn that I need to stretch a little bit beforehand especially if I'm doing a workout or a run before Um, just stretching it out making sure that I'm feeling good before I'm hopping in the water but that was my worst moment of the week not terrible or anything and I definitely was able to change my mindset um, pretty quickly actually like it wasn't something that affected me for too long so um, I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to switch my mindset pretty quickly into taking care of the things that I can control and not worrying about the future too much. Getting into something I was grateful for this week is probably a little bit um, non-traditional in terms of things to be grateful for But one thing that I am very grateful for, was very grateful for this week in particular, um, is TikTok. And the reason that I'm super grateful for TikTok right now is I just find that you're able to gain so much information um, and you're able to educate yourself on TikTok. And what I like about it is that it's short little clips. So it's not like you have to go and watch like a 30 minute video on say influencing like how to post a picture post for a picture or um a lot of things I've been looking at are like organization tools in home and different like cleaning techniques and then I've been looking at how to handle your money so finance investing all of that stuff and so I just find there's such a wide variety as well as like recipes and then I've seen a few crafts and different things that I want to try. So I'm really grateful to TikTok right now because I just feel like it is giving me a lot of information and educational purposes, I guess. I don't know if that's the right wording and phrasing of that, but I just find I'm learning so much on TikTok. And instead of mindlessly scrolling on my phone, I'm actually being very conscious of what I'm looking at when I'm on TikTok. And I'm looking for things that... um can help me essentially in life. And what I like about TikTok as well is that as you start to like watch certain videos, it starts to filter out um, videos that you're not interested in, which is great. So that's why I'm a little bit um, going the untraditional route of what I'm grateful for this week, but I am grateful for TikTok. I find that it's a great learning tool, motivational. I watch a lot of like motivational 
um, gym videos as well. And I just find I get lots of inspiration from that and um, different like workout routines and different exercises and all that good stuff. So I just find I'm learning a lot on TikTok and I absolutely love it. I think it's great that I've finally kind of gotten out of like the drama stuff and then like the TikTok dances, like stuff that I don't really care about too much and that I'm kind of starting to be able to see a feed that is full of like education and organization and finance and all that good stuff. So that is what I'm grateful for this week. All right. And then for something I'm looking forward to for next week, you guys probably already guessed it, but it is my birthday and this great weather. Um, so we're having a little bit of a little mimosa party. Um, I don't want to say party just because it's not like we're having like even like 10 people, we're not even having 10 people over. Um, we're just having like a couple people over. We're going to have some mimosas. We're going to go out on the boat, just hang out. The weather is supposed to be beautiful. Even if it's not, it'll be fine. Um, we have lots of room inside, but I'm just so excited to just like feel a little bit back to normal. I'm fully vaccinated. Everyone in my family, anybody that comes over is full or not fully, but has at least one shot of the vaccine and yeah like restrictions are lifting tomorrow um yeah I'm just overall looking forward to such a great week and just ending it off on the weekend with um turning 24 so spoiler alert next Monday um when you listen to this episode next week um I will be or like the next episode sorry I don't even know if I'm wording this correctly but the episode that I'm putting out after this one I will be 24 so I I think I'm going to record it like I am this week and do it on the Monday. And I think I'm going to do like 24 things I learned before turning 24. And it'll just be different life lessons or things that um, mistakes I've made and things that I've learned along the last 24 years of life, which is just crazy. It feels like just yesterday I was like turning 20. Like, People will be like graduating high school and I'm like, oh yeah, like I just graduated. It's like, no, Danielle, you graduated college like two months ago and it took you six years to do it. So you did not graduate college or high school a couple of years ago, but sometimes that's what it feels like. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But um, I just want to remind myself and others that um, when you are planning parties or um, events and stuff like to just not be so um, controlling in terms of the events of the day um, because as we've learned over the past year things can change so quickly and for all I know they could come out on Friday and say nope everything's shutting back down again which I don't see happening but it could and just you know going with the flow and just enjoying the moment so that's what I'm looking forward to is just enjoying the day taking it in taking in the sunshine and overall just getting older but anyways that is for another episode which will be next week we'll be talking about the 24 things that I learned before turning 24 all right and then last but not least before we get into the meat of the episode is the quote of the week and so I chose this quote because I felt like changing your mindset is something that will change your life and changing your mindset can be scary sometimes because our body is so used to thinking the same way all the time so by changing your mindset you're going to change your life and that is a scary thing to do um 
But I wanted to share this quote to try and like inspire everybody a little bit on why they should change their mindset. So quote of the week, um, I don't know who said this, but I probably just saw it on Pinterest because that's where I find all my quotes and keep my little mood board. But quote of the week is growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. I'll say it one more time. I'm going to say the quote of the week twice every single time just in case you missed it. But growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Okay? So that's why we're talking about changing our mindset because you don't belong in a negative environment or in a negative mindset. And it is painful staying stuck in that mindset. Okay? But it's also painful to grow and to change. What we need to recognize is that growing and changing is not as as is not as painful as staying stuck, right? So we want to constantly be growing and changing and evolving ourselves in a positive way. So that's what we're going to be getting into in this episode. So with that, I will get into the meat of the episode here. So first I want to talk about changing our mindset. So a lot of the times we like to hide what we are passionate about. We're not like very enthusiastic about sharing things that we're working on or whatever until it's successful. So it's like I'm not going to tell anybody until I'm successful. And this is the power of like a manifest mindset. So I know not everybody believes in manifesting. And I'm not sure I'm a huge believer in terms of like, being like, I'm going to manifest that. I don't know, what's a good example, like, I'm going to manifest that I'm going to win the lottery, and it's going to happen. And like, there's some things I just feel like are very unrealistic. But there's a lot of things you can control. So for an example, for me, is I have hid this podcast from people and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to share my podcast with friends and family once it's successful. But why don't I just start sharing it now as if it already is successful? Start talking about myself and talking about my podcast and treating my podcast as if it was already successful. Prioritizing my podcast as if it is already successful. So it's changing this mindset into I'm going to treat myself as if I've already reached the end goal. Okay, so another way to think about this is in terms of exercising. So instead of treating myself as, oh, I have 20 pounds to lose, I'm going to treat myself as if I've already lost those 20 pounds. So in order to lose those 20 pounds, what do I need to do? I need to do X, Y, and Z. So that could be I need to do strength training, I need to do a little bit of cardio, and I need to be good with what I feel my body with. So if I start doing those things now, and I start treating myself and treating my mind as if I've already done so, like I'm going to go into the gym with confidence, because in my head, I've already reached that end goal. Now you're starting to set yourself up for success, okay? Because you're going into the gym and it's not, oh, like, do you think I can run 30 minutes today? It's like, no, I'm running 30 minutes today because I can already do it. You know what I mean? And this actually happened to me 
I want to say it was about a week ago. So I've been on this goal of trying to run 6K in under 30 minutes. 30 minutes or less is what my goal is. And so I started off like little, like a few weeks ago, and I was at 38 minutes. And the biggest issue that I had was that I was walking a lot. So in my head, I'm like, I'm going to run 2K without stopping. And then I ran 3K without stopping. And I already planned this in my head before I even started the run. I'd already convinced myself that I was going to reach these goals before I even started. So before my second to last run, I was like, you know what? I've only ran 3K before but I'm going to run the full 6K without stopping. I haven't even come close. I've only ran halfway without stopping. So when you think about it, you're like, hmm, that's a bit of a far stretch. But in my head, I already had it that I was running the full 6K and that I was going to make a certain time. My mind was made up. My mind was determined. My mind was like, I'm going to be successful because I already am successful. And here... I was running the full six kilometers. I hadn't even come close to that the time before, but it's shifting your mindset because your our mindsets are are the first thing to give up on us. It's not our bodies. Our bodies are the last thing to give up on us. Our bodies want us to be successful. However, sometimes our minds don't. Our minds fight with us. They play with us. And I just find that if you can change your mindset into treating yourself as the success that you are planning to be, whether that's like graduating school or getting a job, like start treating yourself to that high standard with that mindset. Does that make sense? I don't even know if that makes sense for you guys, but it makes sense to me. Like, I feel like we just hold back on like sharing and like doing things that we're passionate about until we're successful. Um, And I just feel like if we change that mindset of like treating ourselves as if we already are successful and sharing our passions as if we're already successful, as if nobody, as if when you share it with people, they're going to be like, wow, you're successful. Like share, if you share what you're passionate about or you treat yourself like that, like that's the reaction you're going to get. People don't need to know that you're not as successful as you want to be yet and that, but you're on your way. But if you start talking about yourself and carrying yourself with this mindset and this presence and this confidence, that's what you're going to attract. You're going to start to attract people and things and energy in life that are going to ultimately help you get to where you need to be, right? So for an example, if you are treating yourself as, say for myself, I really want to build my Instagram following for my fitness account. And so I've started manifesting it and started treating myself as if I've already grown the account. I've already started interacting with followers. I've I've started following new people and started interacting on their page. And now I'm starting to surround myself with people who think the same way that I do. And I'm starting to build this confidence from within even though it's like almost like a fake it till you make it kind of mindset where it's like I was already faking this confidence beforehand. So that is kind of like, I'm just like going off here. I'm I'm talking with my hands and you guys can't even see that, but I'm starting to get kind of passionate about it because it's unfortunate that so many like things don't happen simply because people are afraid to share. Like, I feel like once you've put something out in the world and it's out there, you're more likely to follow through. 
like if I were to say like for example like I told my parents and my boyfriend and some friends I was like I am going to eat plant-based for from now on and once I put it out there into the universe and I shared it with my the people that are closest with me I almost like put it almost pushed me to be able to follow through with what I was setting for myself I'm not using this example saying that you have to be plant-based like if you want to eat meat, eat meat, like you do you, um, everybody's different. But for me, this was something that I really wanted to strive for because I felt that I didn't really eat meat anyways. And in order to fuel my body, I needed to create a lifestyle that made sense for me. And that was a plant-based diet. And so by putting that out in the universe, I've been able to better handle this diet, I've been able to better handle not going to McDonald's to get a cheeseburger because I'm not eating meat kind of thing. So that's kind of how it's been working for me as well. But that is basically the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of mindset. Um, But yeah. So then it gets into like changing our mindset around fear as well and doing things different because I just find that if you do something I'm kind of like going off, but if you do something different or out of the ordinary, you have to be prepared for like people to like reject it or be hesitant. And regardless of like the passion that you put out there, you might not always get it back because it's, it might scare them a little bit. But the thing that we have to remember is that when something scares you, that means there's a pretty good chance that if you work at it, it will become something really special and really successful. I'm not saying if it scares you to jump off a cliff, then that means you should do it because it's going to be really special. I'm talking more about, you know, creating a new or choosing a new career path, right? Like that can be very, very scary. And if you're doing something that maybe is out of the ordinary of your family, like for example, say all your family's family members are doctors, okay? But you want to be, you want to work in fashion, Going out of the ordinary in your life is going to seem very scary because nobody else has done it before. But if it scares you a little bit, that means that there's a good chance that if you work really, really hard and you follow your dreams, there's like, I just don't want to like keep repeating myself, but there's such a strong chance that what you're going to end up doing is going to be successful, right? Because there's not very many people doing it. And if it scares you, like it's something different. And by being different, you're going to be more successful than the person next to you. Because if there is say, I don't know what a good example. Okay. So if you had like, say an orthopedic surgeon, okay. And there's a bunch of orthopedic surgeons and they all did the same thing. They all um, did hip replacements and knee replacements and did some joint stuff and whatever. And then all of a sudden you have this idea on a better way to do something, it's going to scare you to go after it at first because no other surgeon has attempted to replace a hip the way that you're going to replace one or with the technique that you're going to. But the reason it's scary is because no one's done it before, okay? But if nobody's done it before and you do it and you do well at it, then you are going to be so much more successful than all the people that are just doing the same damn thing every day. Does that make sense? Okay. So that's kind of like the biggest thing with fear is it's okay to be the first to try something. And 
the fear with failure that I feel like we need to kind of get out of our heads too is that it's okay to fail. Like we almost treat failure as if it's like the end all be all. It's the end of the world if you fail, but it's not, right? So continue on with this example is that this orthopedic surgeon has this new way for joint replacements or whatever, and it doesn't work the first time. That doesn't necessarily mean they failed. It just means they might not have gotten it perfectly right this time. And once they do get it right, they're going to be so far above their colleagues that have been doing it the same way for years and years and years. If things never evolved and there were never people to do things for the first time, as a society, we would never have evolved. We wouldn't even have podcasts. We wouldn't have phones. We wouldn't have a lot of things because people would be too scared that their idea was too big or too grand. So it's just something to constantly remember is that instead of thinking like change, like changing your mindset from, oh, this idea, it's, it's too grand, it's too impossible, there's too many things that would need to go right, I'm not smart enough, changing that mindset to if I'm not smart enough, then I'm going to learn. Is my, is there anything more that I can add to my idea? Is it grand enough? And now we're going to get into the what if mindset. Because instead of changing your mindset from what if it fails, change your mindset to what if it is successful. Okay. We are always so, so quick to jump to this negative mind, like this negativity, like in the, in this what if mindset, it's like, okay, so what if this goes wrong? Okay. Now what if this also goes wrong? And what if this happens? And it's always in this negative light and this negative energy that is put at this what if mindset. And I'm not saying that the what if mindset is bad because it's not if you look at it in a positive way. So if you're instead of saying what if this fails, if you're saying what if this is successful, now you're using the what if mindset in a positive way because now you're getting yourself excited. You're motivating yourself. You're fueling the fire. You're getting yourself feeling passionate, right? Like you're you're feeding this part of yourself of positivity and motivation and adrenaline in such a positive way that is going to allow you to be successful. It's going to change your mindset from this failure, this fear that failing is the worst thing in the world and that that what if this doesn't work out and what if everybody laughs at me and everybody is scared about it, so shouldn't I be scared too? Well, why do you need to be the same as them? Why can't you just change your mindset, block out what they're thinking, think for yourself, be original, right? Share your life as if it's already successful. Manifest that you're already successful, right? And start feeding this energy, this positive energy, and it's going to come back to you. What you put out is what's going to come back, right? So for example, like just to like, we all know that the energy we put out is the energy we get back, right? Like if you're walking around and you're in a good mood, 
usually that's going to uplift the people around you. But if you're walking around, you're being rude, people are more likely going to be rude back, right? If you're negative, your head's down, you're being rude, you're being obnoxious or whatever, you're going to gain, get that same negative energy back where you're being positive and you're putting positive stuff out there. That's what's going to come back. Okay. And just to add on to that, we, it's not always that what we do, say if we're in a positive like mindset and everything, the world's not perfect, right? So it's not always going to, positive things aren't always going to be coming back at us, right? There's, there's going to be something that happens that's negative. But the thing is, is that if your mindset is so strong in a positive way, okay, and you're already, you've already got your mindset down, you've already got your thinking down, you're able to adjust your thinking. When that negative thing comes your way, it's not going to affect you negatively, it might, it could, right? Like it might hit you and you might go, wow, that sucks. But because you've already trained your mind and you've already created this environment around yourself, because when you create this positive environment, you're creating a positive support system around you. Now you have the tools and the support to be able to take that negative and turn it into a positive, right? So it's that energy of if you give positive energy, you're going to get positive energy back. It's not always that simple. You might get negative energy back, but while you're getting that negative negative energy back, you're constantly turning that energy into positive, okay? So that is the power of changing your mindset and this what-if mindset. Like, could you imagine if I just sat here Like, the difference between, oh, well, what if my podcast fails? Well, I guess I should just quit now because it's probably not going to be successful. So, I'm just going to sit here and not do it because I'm scared because it's not a normal thing to do and only a few people do it. Not a few people. A lot of people actually my podcast, but you see what I mean? Versus, you know what? My podcast is going to be really successful. I'm going to treat it like it's successful. I'm going to make sure that I'm putting out the best possible podcast episodes. I'm going to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with people who have the same mindset as me of trying new things and being an entrepreneur, surrounding myself with people that are going through maybe the same struggles that I'm going through of not knowing how to navigate certain things, right? So you can bounce ideas off of each other. And you don't get stuck. It's just putting out this this energy. It's just... It's easier said than done. I will say that. Because I will say that I struggle with having a positive mindset all the time. And the what-ifs to get to me. And But that's why I do this podcast, like I said last time. is like, I feel like these podcast episodes are like literally just going to be lectures to myself on things that I need to work on. But I just feel like we forget how powerful our minds are right like yes absolutely our bodies are so so important because they are what allow us to do things right and it's so important to fuel our bodies but we forget how important it is to fuel our minds and like how powerful our mind is like I said like I hadn't even come close to running 6k and it wasn't like I just 
saw like I ran 6k it wasn't just this little dinky jog like I I pushed myself and I got the 6k done but I had convinced my mind before the run even started that I was gonna hit 6k and so it's kind of funny in that way because it's like I look back and I'm like, that's interesting because on the previous runs, I was like, I'm going to get to 2K and I did. And after I got past 2K, I was like, okay, I did it. I can walk for a little bit. I convinced myself that it was okay to walk because I told myself I was only going to get to 2K. And the same thing happened when I ran 3K. I got to my 3K. I did it. But it's, it's like almost as soon as I hit the 3K, it's like a weight came onto me and like forced me to walk. Like, obviously, that's not what happened, but it's kind of what it felt like. It was like, okay, I can walk. I need to walk because I hit my 3K. Well, that's not how it works. So it's crazy how when I changed my mind into I'm going to hit 6K today, I'm going to run my 6K. I'm going to hit it in this time. That's exactly what I did, right? Like, my mind was already ready to go where sometimes I feel like our mind just like wants us to fail I swear it's like our bodies just want to love us and they want us to do well in life and they get us where we need to go and then our minds just play games with us and it's very frustrating and I just just very much don't like it sometimes (laughs) to be honest but I hope like throughout this podcast you guys are able to see kind of how sorry just this episode how you're able to see that like changing your mindset and this like fear that failure is like the worst thing in the world like and changing that into like failure is okay because it just means that I just haven't been successful yet I just haven't gotten it right yet it doesn't mean that it's over or that the world is going to end and right and like this the what if mindset like you can have a what if mindset just make sure that you're asking the right question right it's the same like when you're getting to know a person like and you just have to know the right questions to ask I don't know why I was going to get into that but I'm not going to get into that and then the power of positivity right like the power of having a positive environment right because being positive and putting positive energy like I said like it doesn't mean you're never going to have bad things happen to you and you're never going to have negativity in your life but by constant being cautious of like your mind and your thoughts and trying to gain this like strength and positive mindset like you're gonna be able to bounce back a lot quicker than someone who always has a negative mindset right like it's gonna affect things differently like different people it's gonna affect people differently because everybody has a different way of looking at life and if you can try your best to look at life through a positive lens things are gonna be easier for you in the long run it's very, very hard to work on your mindset and it's very, very hard to get out of the habit of constantly going to the negative thing first. But I think that once you are able to start going to the positive thing first, the negatives are going to get a lot easier to overcome. And that's kind of why I do the stuff that I do at the beginning of the episode. So when I'm talking about the best and worst moments of the week and how I dealt with them, it's learning how to shift that mindset, right? And so, like, these are all things that you guys can do um, on your own, right? Like, every day, if you're writing the best and worst moments of the day, best moment, or, and then, like, something you are grateful for, something you're looking forward to the next day, and then finding, like, a 
powerful quote that just makes you feel good, right? So it's just being able to constantly bring in this energy to yourself and into your mind, right? So that is kind of all I think that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, But yeah, like, I just love talking about this kind of stuff. So next week, um, like I said, we'll be talking about 24 things that I learned. Um, Not really sure how I'm going to do that episode yet, like what it's going to kind of look like and entail. But um, yeah, this was a fun episode to do. Um, I hope you guys all have a great week um and that you guys are able to start working on your positive minds so that is all i hope you guys enjoy this episode of cheap therapy make sure to follow my social media accounts um i will have them in the show notes of the episode as well as a rating please five stars would be appreciated um and or messaging me on instagram and letting me know if you like the podcast or things that you would like to be different about the podcast um that's probably the best way to reach me is just on instagram if there's anything you ever want me to talk about i would be more than happy to do so but that is it for today and i am so so excited to talk to you guys next week i will officially be 24 years old and it will be summer because i believe the monday is the first day of summer so then on the tuesday we'll definitely be in the full swing of summer because it'll be day two of summer (laughs) so that is all for this episode um i will talk to you guys next week i hope you guys all have a great rest of your day and i will talk to you soon bye